In the letters of John, the Apostle John continues and expands his thoughts, themes, and motifs, and dives deeper in them. In the Gospel of John, we saw that he presented Jesus as the Word of God, and the Word became flesh. Over the next three letters, he will stress that Jesus, being God, came down in the flesh, that Jesus is the Son of God, how we should follow his commandments of truth and love, and what our mission and goal is as believers. Join us as we dive into the letters of John. My name is Pastor Aaron. And I'm Pastor Leon. We'd like to welcome you to Calvary's Compass. Alrighty, we are diving into the letters of John. Yep, we are. The letters of John. So first, second, and third John. Um, and there's there's a bit here to go through. Um but short um, chapters, but a lot of information. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's short chapters, but a lot of info. And um as I said in the introduction, you know, John's gonna continue his theme of light and darkness, life and death, all this other all this other stuff. And um, so we're going to kind of see that as we as we go along in his gospel. And I'm going to read from a couple different translations. Um, so just just know that um, it's not always going to be um, the ESV because typically that's what I read from. So I'm going to kind of like deviate from it a little bit um, just to show you different sides and aspects of the verse that we're reading. Um, but yeah, so as we... Uh, typically do here, the best way to start is just to start reading. Um, So we have to kind of rephrase the way that we're thinking now. It's not a gospel. It's not a history statement. Now it's a letter. Right. Um, So just like with Paul to Romans, um, John is writing to a specific audience, and so he's addressing the audience. So it's not like, um, as a gospel would be, historically speaking, he's now teaching things. And it's like a sermon Pretty He's writing out his sermon. Pretty much, yeah. And therefore, it becomes literary to those who read yeah. it and minister. It gets ministered to by yes. the reader. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So now we have to kind of change hats and change focus mm-hmm. and, and show that this is not a historical piece. Now it's a it's a teaching piece. So he's writing a letter to somebody. So he's gonna open it and start it off with an introduction, um, just like how Paul did. Right. Um, with Romans and, and all of his and all of his um, introduction pieces as well, but John's introduction is different. Um, so it says this: it says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon, and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. Mm. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you. The eternal life, which was with the Father and was made manifest to us, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that to you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Mm-hmm. So in the first little introductory it's bit, a lot. <laughs> there's a lot there's there. A lot there. Um, so so G, um, John is proving Jesus' validity. Right. Um, so what's happening now in this time period, um, there's a group of Christians r- rising up 
that are called Gnostics. Gnosticism. Mm -hmm. Gnostics. So they believe in Jesus, but they don't believe that he came in the flesh. Which there are some still believing today. Right. Right. Of that nature. Of that nature. And so... And so John, John is, um, he's, he's showing people that, hey, I saw, I experienced, mm-hmm. I touched with my hands. Right. You know, and it wasn't just me. It was all of the disciples. We yeah. touched, we saw, we experienced A Jesus. thing. And we can testify to it. And what I love is, I mean, looking at verse one, it says that which was from the beginning, mm-hmm. it can go from two ways. It yeah. can go from the beginning of Jesus' birth or yeah. the beginning of experience Christ or the very beginning, the beginning of, time, of John 1. Which I think it ties to in the beginning God As created. Well. But there are many commentaries that looks at both all the viewpoints right, of that. Right. But, but I'm with you. I believe he's saying I, I'm witness the very beginning. Yeah. Jesus is the is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy yeah. Spirit. The beginning. Yeah. That which was from the beginning. beginning. I'm I'm thinking he's referring to the beginning. I agree. Of time. Yeah. But I had to point out commentary. No, absolutely. Views yeah. Different the, different views and viewpoints. Right. But yeah, so John is addressing the um the issue at hand, uh, first and foremost, with the Gnostic beliefs. Right. And saying that, you know, we saw him with our eyes. We looked at him eye to eye. We touched him. And we heard the words of life coming from his mouth. Mm-hmm. And this life was made manifest. And right. we saw it. We testified to it. And we can proclaim to you that we, we've experienced this eternal life. So he's validifying the knowledge he gained yeah. and experienced. Yeah, he's Therefore, validating Therefore, he's relating thoughts. to the people his own personal experience. And that's what witnessing is. Yeah, yeah. Sharing your personal experience of Christ. Yeah. And that's what he's doing in this sermon. Right. Exactly. And so like like he's addressing the the problem and 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 he's showing, "Hey, guess what? We're writing these things, you know, so that way our joy may can be complete." And not take it as if, you know, I'm taking this load off of me because it's my burden to carry to share the gospel. Yeah. And so he's unburdening himself of the sharing the gospel to those who are becoming the readers, right. or the listeners of the readers. Right. I mean, the the best way to find joy in Christianity is to share your experiences with other right. people, so that way they can know and experience Christ themselves. Correct. And so that's that's why John says, you know, so that I'm writing this so that way our joy can be complete. Not that you know, but he finds joy in 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 um sharing his testimony and what he's seen, what he's experienced, and 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 then helping them to grow as believers. You know, that's where he finds joy. And and we as well should find joy in that. And and so he points out, you know, being seen and touched and looked is concerning the word of life. Yeah. And that word is the either logos, is the masculine or the feminine, the zoe, which connects to, you know, what he is. He is life of all. Right. Mankind. He produces life in us. Right. He gives us the life, the word of life. And so, therefore, we have eternal life in Christ because He's the life giver. Yeah, exactly. And 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 um, and I'm I'm going to read this actually out of um, Passion as well because it, yeah. it it kind of it kind of like goes a little bit deeper into it. I think yeah, it says, yeah. "We saw Him with our very own eyes. We gazed upon Him and heard Him speak. Our hands actually touched Him, mm. the One who was from the beginning." The living expression of God, verse 2, the life giver was mm-hmm. made visible, and we have seen him. We testify to this truth, 
the eternal life giver, lived face to face with the Father and has now dawned upon us. So we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard about this life giver so that we may share and enjoy this life together. For truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus, the Anointed One. We are writing these things to you because we want to release you to our own fullness of joy. So it kind of goes a little bit deeper into into the the expressive words that right. that the ESV doesn't really necessarily show, but it's it's showing that this is a life giving thing. When you talk about Christ and you talk about your experience, it gives life. Right. And the word gives you life. And so this is this is something that John is trying to do. He's trying to be that example of Christ by giving life to other people. Right. Yeah. And that that he he is, you know, the eternal pre-existing fully divine God, son of God. And he is the word of God. I mean, if you look at John 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, yeah. and he was in the beginning with God. <laughs> and so this is this is who he is. Mm-hmm. This is and who the word he, became flesh and dwelt among us. Well, yeah. yeah, and this is who he is. And so and so this pre existing God who was yeah. in the beginning now is in present and will be continually yeah. what is the life, the word of life in us that yeah. we live and that our joy as well may be complete as well as their joy. Yep. We're learning to have joy in the light of darkness. Yeah. We're finding joy in Christ. Yeah, and we can find light in darkness because we are that light then. Yeah. So he's saying, I've seen it. I've heard it. With, I touched it with my own yeah. hands. I've, I've been there, done yeah. that, bought yeah. the T-shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. And so um, continuing on, yeah. um, John says this. This is the message we have heard from him to proclaim to you, mm. that God is light and in him there is no darkness. I'm just going to pause there. Because, like, think about this, like, you know, when John talks about light and darkness, he talks about good and evil. Um, and so it's it's saying that God is completely good and in him there's not a shred of, of evil. Right. And which, which we know that because the Bible tells us that, you know, God cannot tempt or be tempted with evil. Right. That's right. He cannot use evil to tempt people. Therefore, like, what happens, you know, in our life, if it's bad, you know, God... Is it from God? No, but can God use it for the good? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, well, why is this bad thing happening? Why is why why did this person die? Why did this happen? You know, God is not the creator of evil, but He can use evil for His benefit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that 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 may be needing a little bit more explaining because He can use evil for His for His benefit. Meaning, you know, He doesn't allow evil to happen. Right. But he can turn what the enemy meant for evil to good. Well, I've always said, and I've preached this before, and I'll reiterate it in this podcast, God is the creator of everything, but he's given us creativity right. to, to be creative for what God created. Right. That's where perversion comes in. Right. And, and that's the enemy, Satan, is creative with God's creation. Right. We, and we are, are creative, creative with God's creation. With God's creation. So... Can is God creating evil? No, it's just what God created is uh, perverting, is perverting the good, the to, good evil. For, to evil, yeah. and then God therefore cancels out the perversion from good to evil to evil to good through yeah. His Son. Yeah, 
And this is this is where you can explain why right. is there so much evil? Well, it's because of us, because it's not of, because of God. Correct. That is correct. So why do evil, bad things happen to good people? Because there's evil people in the world. Right. And they're they're being creative with what God created. Right. Absolutely. And that's just plain and simple. I can't get any more plain to yeah. explain that. But that's for those of you who are kind of wondering, but that's what it is. I mean, right. in our little community, we've we've had some students in our high school that's passed and mm-hmm. it's sad. Yeah. But you know, the the enemy is creative yeah. and takes life. Yeah. But God will take what the enemy meant for evil yeah. and turn it for his good. Yeah. And then so hope, hopefully prayerfully, you know, the good comes out of an evil act. Right. And, and that's, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, people wonder, you know, why did this person, you know, why did this child get cancer and mm-hmm. die? Yeah. You know, why, why did, um, you know, why did this person, you know, do this to some other person? You know, yeah. why did this happen? Right. And it's not God's fault, but that's no. our, that's our intended first response is, yeah. you know, this is God's fault. And, you know, all this other stuff. But if God is good and there is no darkness in him, if he is light and there's no darkness in him, then then how did God allow that to happen? You know, he still gives us free will. He still gives the enemy free will. Right. Because the enemy once was an angel. Yep. You know, he, he once was, and angels have free will to choose. Hey, look, he was in the very presence of God of worship. Yep. And he still chose to rebel. Yeah. God doesn't want slaves. He wants people who want to serve him. Yep. He don't need drones. No. He no. needs free will people choosing to want to want him. Yeah. He wants citizens yep. to want to be a part and be active in his kingdom. Correct. Not slaves. Right. forced to be there. And that's why we have dual citizenship. <laughs> earthly kingdom yeah. and godly kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we can interact between both, and it's and it's our job to make those two kingdoms become one. Correct. Yeah, K- kingdom on earth, and I don't mean to as go it is in heaven. as it is in heaven. That's what I'm trying to go towards, <laughs> as it is on earth, as it is in heaven. So we we're literally preparing the way of the Lord, way of the Lord, as John did. Yeah. In in you know the different John, not this John, <laughs> John the Baptist, John not the, the Baptist, John the Apostle. But this John is doing a different preparation. Yeah. And he's leading up to a way to lead people to know the light. And to lead the earth back into relation with the light. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the harmony and the union of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful, as you would say, mosaic picture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And it actually talks about that. You know, if we say we have fellowship with him Mm -hmm. while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice it. Mm Mm-hmm. But in this this fellowship that he's talking about is 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 communion. Yeah, you know this relationship, this yeah. this community, and so like you know, if we say we are in the light, mm. but yet walk in darkness, you know, then we lie to ourselves and we do not practice the truth. What is the truth? Jesus is the truth. And 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 if you think about it, if the church stops bringing hell to this earth mm-hmm. and starts bringing heaven to this earth, mm-hmm. then that's when the difference can be made. Because think about this. If you're not bringing God's kingdom to this earth, then whose kingdom are you bringing to this earth? Right. What are you promoting specifically? Right. There's two kingdoms at war here, the kingdom of hell and the, the kingdom of heaven. Right. And so if if I am not actively 
um, doing what Jesus said, you know, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If I'm not bringing the kingdom of God through my life, then whose kingdom am I bringing? Yeah. And, and, and if, and if you're, if you're not bringing God's kingdom and you're like, you're relating to whose kingdom, then what is it that you're living to promote yeah. your lifestyle, your fellowship, as you're, you were saying it here, the fellowship. Yeah. With the Father and with the Son, yeah, you know, if it's our fellowship was with Him, then we are procreators, yeah, of the fellowship yep. to multiply, be fruitful, and multiply mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah, you know, Jesus is the beginning. Yeah, and the command from the beginning is that, therefore, we are to be fruitful mm-hmm. and multiply mm-hmm. our fellowship. Yeah, with the Father. Yeah, heaven and earth, earth and yeah. heaven. To the world, yeah, and we and, and we relate that, yeah, and th- and that's the thing. Okay, so there may be some of you out there with, well, you know, even though I'm not bringing God's kingdom to this earth, you know, there's no way I can bring the kingdom of hell into this earth. You may be thinking, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but think about it for a minute. Like if I if I am not bringing life, if I'm bringing like you know, if I'm talking bad about people bringing death to their character, you know, it's steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. That's the kingdom of hell. And and so that means, and John talks, not John, I'm sorry, James actually talks about our tongue being lit on fire by the fires of hell. And how unruly our tongue is. Yeah. That is correct. And so what am I, what am I spewing out of my mouth? Is it, is it light or is it toxic waste that, 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 that is the kingdom of hell? Mm-hmm. And so, and so now we have to wrestle, you know what it looks like to walk in light and walk in darkness. Right. And like we talked about last podcast, it's not about what we do. Right. It's about, it's about how much we love. Right. Right. And so, um, John's going to continue that, you know, over the next couple, um, books that he's writing, well, letters that he's writing. And, and he's going to show us that, you know, walking in love, you know, is important. It's not about the peripheral things that we do, but it's how we love one another. And we get so driven by the wrong things that we overlook the right things. Right. Right. And, you know, we say that, you know, God is love. But, like, do we show that, excuse me, do we show that love to people around us? Like we talked about last podcast, do we stoop down to where people are to help them up? Right. And Not Or do we judge them? To sin, but we stoop on their level yeah. to communicate. Like Jesus, right. he went down where the woman was looking as you know, writing whatever he was writing the sand, just reiterating from last podcast, he went he went to her level, eye level, <coughs> to communicate. And right. so it's our job to communicate on the level of people. I mean, Jesus operated in such a high power of light oh and gosh. life that he was able to hug a leper and the 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 life that was inside of him actually transferred over to the leper and the leper was healed completely. Because typically if someone touched someone with leprosy, they would get that disease Correct. too. Right. But he operated in such a measure of light that that he was able to hug not just one but multiple people with leprosy, and and the the amount of light he had on him transferred to them and they became healed. I mean, look at Peter down the road. Here he is walking. He emulated um, the light of Christ from his life so much that his shadow, his shadow, which is. Uh, darkness. If you right. look at it, even his the his darkness the, 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 came upon. Yeah, his darkness wasn't dark. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that being said, we we emulate the light of Christ. We and this right. is where I mean we feel 
this is where John is leading the church even yeah. in this sermon. Yeah. How important it is that in the light that we're walk, walking in, not Illuminati light, you mm. know how people get, right. but we're talking about the illumination yeah. of the light of Christ, right. his light right. that must shine through our lives. Let your light so shine, the Bible says, Jesus said. So we can't hide the light, we shine the light. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. It says, verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, mm-hmm. we have fellowship, that's koinonia, that's communion, with yeah. one another. Mm-hmm. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, I know we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but sin is hamartia, meaning without portion or merit. Right. Meaning, um, not meaning like, you know, I'm out there, you know, cussing or doing this or that. It is, right. it is me not living up to the full measure that Christ paid for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. not it's me misidentified. It's 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 me without my right identification. And so, you know, when I'm when I'm not identified, we we talked about this, you know, um, moral failures are not the root of sin, it's the fruit of sin. Mm-hmm. And on. so and so when I have moral failures, it's not the fact that I am sinning like that. It's the fact that I don't know who I am in Christ, which causes me to go down the path of bearing bad fruit. Right. I mean, think about what sin, uh, what, what, you know, and I don't want to say sin, but these moral failures, think about what they are. They're just a perverted thing of what God created to be good. There it is. God created perversion changes well, that doesn't distorts. change distorts that's the proper word excuse it me it doesn't change the act no it doesn't but it distorts the true cre- purpose <clears throat> of its creation right what it's created to be right like you you're created to do good things but, right then but, i distort it mm-hmm. because of my lack of identity right because i don't know who i am and so you know like let's take it for this instance you know when when someone has an adulterous affair right you know the act of of intimacy between a man and a woman is created good by God. Right. But when done in the wrong context, it then becomes perversion. Correct. So the it's taking yeah, right. it's it's, it's taking a good thing that God created and then distorting it and perverting it to something evil, all because our lack of identity in Christ, because we don't see who we really are. Right. And so, and so this, this whole, this whole thing now is, is, is if we're in Christ, the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all of our sin, meaning it re-identifies us in the light rather in the darkness. Right. It's a re-identification process. And I mean, I mean, did we hit eight yet? No, we haven't hit eight. Okay. So we at seven still. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, uh, that, that fellowship, that the blood of Jesus is what cleanses us from that sin, the moral failures of things. Right. And, And so, and so without his blood. There, there is no forgiveness. There is no cleansing. And I, right. and for us to assume that we can cleanse ourselves and make ourselves <laughs> right is a, is a deception, even in that era. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you, yeah, th- there are things that we do, there are things we live through, there are things we make mistakes in, but how many today own up right. to their mistakes? Right. I mean, <clears throat> this kind of goes with what I've been journaling here recently with what God has been kind of saying. It's that, you know, in, in the passage 
when they're standing before the throne of God in the judgment. You know, you see somebody standing up there, but God, I prophesied in your name. Right. I cast right. out demons in your name. I right. did all this in your name. These right. are, I'm listing my works. Right. Right. And and he's like, well, guess what? If you're going to bring yourself into the equation, then I have to judge you according to your works instead of Christ's works. Correct. And 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 so he's saying, but look at all these works that I did. But guess what? Verse eight, you know, you're saying you don't have sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. It's not the fact that we don't sin. It's the fact that we know that we sin, but we put it under God's covering. Right. We don't boast in our works. No. We know that, yes, we do good works, but there's guess what? There's some also things that we do that are not so okay. See, there's a fine line because you've heard us talk about stating of the fact that we, you know, you are holy, you yeah. are righteous, therefore, and you have the mentalities as I, I'm, you know, therefore I don't sin. But then in the same token, you're hearing us talk about, yes, you know, if we had, say we have no sin. So the, the fine line comes in that we need to own up to the things that we know we've done wrong. Right. I mean, in our tensions. And not boast in the good works that we've done. Right, exactly. And and we we submit them to God. Yeah. We by, Through the blood of Jesus Christ, we put them under the blood. Right. And therefore... The good works and the bad works. Correct. And, and therefore, we cannot live off of the merits, or we cannot live uh, burdened by our mistakes. Right. Our sins. Right. But we live free in Jesus. But then we also can't boast in our good works Correct. either. Because we've we had at one point in time done just as many bad works than good works, and if we boast in our good works, right. then we bring our old self to testify against us. Right, and therefore we are merited by what we judge even ourselves of our accomplishments. Right. So, but what is the gospel? It's not what I've done, but what Christ has done for me. For yeah, and He's done the work. And so when I bring my good works into it, then it excludes what Christ has done. Correct. All the good works I do, I do out of communion with Christ because that's what he wants. That's the fellowship. That's that fellowship. But when you start taking ownership and say, yeah, I did this, I did that. No. Then that's you've where nullified the his work Yeah, compared to yours and yours can't even compare. That's why the Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags right. compared to his. So right. we, we clothe ourselves with the righteousness of Christ. Right. Therefore, it's not we not we do not boast, as you say, on ours or we don't you know, subject ourselves to our failures, but we submit ourselves, our full self, the good and the bad to God yeah. and let him be what he is for us. I mean, yeah. If, even if you think about this, John, John was saying, John is saying here, you know, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have mm -hmm. fellowship. So meaning, yeah, we are in the light, but guess what? You also sin too. What does that yeah. mean? That means, does that, does that mean there's darkness and you still know? Yeah. It just means everything that I do and I say is under subjection to God and I'm not going to hold the good or the bad in people's faces. Right. It's not to say that you can blatantly do on purpose something no. wrong and just and get say, away with I don't that. sin. That's a lie. No. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not what I think that this is the idea. But as equally saying, Oh, look at all this money that I just gave. Look at what I did. Look yeah. at how I helped somebody out. And Jesus look at identified the widow with the two mites. You yeah. Know, and she gave. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, it's, not identifying by your works, but identifying in who you are under. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, you know, um, you know, we have to recognize that we are not all that, you know, Jesus right. is, right. Jesus is. And, and, you know, we make mistakes. Jesus didn't. Right. You know, I mean, every day we do make mistakes. Does that mean it's sin? No, but it means it's a mistake. Right. 
And and you know we can't live a perfect life. No, and and listen, this is what I feel. This where God wants His people to be at. But God doesn't want you to live a perfect life. He no. just wants you to live under subjection to Jesus. But this is where I feel God wants His people to be at. You cannot live on pins and needles, worrying about if everything you've done, good or bad. Oh, I messed up this. Oh, I've done. God, I'm sorry. I repent. You know, there, there's a different line there. Yeah. Okay, you know, you living your life, you're never going to live it perfectly. Yeah. So you cannot say you are perfect because you're not. Right. The only, there was only one perfect human being that existed on this earth. And that was Jesus. That was Jesus. But you're not perfect. But in the same token, you cannot sit there and walk the line to stay that, you know, yeah. You know, when I was growing up, you know, I may have said a bad word. Oh, God, God, please forgive me. And I feel like I got to go all the way to the back of the line and, right. step, and wait my turn all over again. That's that is wrong. wrong. That's the wrong concept. That is not what God has in mind. You you brush yourself off. You yeah. get up and you, you do, you know, you stand up where God wants you to stand up in and yeah. be what he's called you to be. Yeah. And like, I think my motto now is is this, you know, to show that I'm changed, you know, to myself. You know, is me not doing the same sins that I did yesterday or the you know the day before? It's right. not repeat, not being a repeat offender, so to speak. Right. And like, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah, you're of gonna course. fall short of, of God's glory. We all do. Romans three twenty three. Absolutely. But it's like when I willingly know that I'm gonna go and it's premeditated. Yeah, premeditated. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, 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 and this, and it's gonna happen this way, and then this is what we're gonna do. That's completely different than you know. Actually doing something, you know, yeah. slipping into something, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, and, and this is that line again, right. you know, that we're trying to, I guess, identify here is that, you know, what constitutes things being okay and things not being okay? Well, you know, we said, I believe we hit this on our, not the John podcast, Maybe gospel, Robins, but Romans. Romans. And, you know, we defining the line of what it is that we are living by and what we're living with and and we are hearing voices yeah okay you're not crazy so you must be a crazy person no you're not you're going to either hear the voice of the of the flesh which is is enticed by um your lustful your lustful flesh enticed by the enemy satan or self-greed and then you hear the voice of the spirit of god okay so you're going to hear a voice and it's you know, some call it your conscious, yeah. but it's really the voice. So which voice are you going to listen to more? You're going to listen listen to your voice that focuses more about you yourself, or you're going to listen to the voice of God as He's speaking. Now, you strengthening that listening ear to the voice of God, the other voice will start to fade. Right. And this is where sin becomes creative. Right. Because God, what God created that was meant for pure. Sin becomes perverts. creative and perverts what's pure. Therefore, that's why you have so many heinous crimes and acts and sexual perversions yeah. that are out there because they distorted. Sin has distorted what is, what is pure and good, what God created and intention to be. Right. And, and when man gets involved in it and you hear the wrong voice and not the voice of God, you hear yeah. the wrong. You see, I, I knew, we've talked about this. We, When you're a young child, we I told you what's the difference between thinking it and doing it is it's an action it's an action so so you we all can think bad things is is your response to what you're thinking 
Right. Exactly. Changes everything. Right. And like, I think sometimes we see God as a as a vindictive dictator opposed to a loving father. <laughs> right. Um, because what does the Bible say? You know, what is God? God is love. Love. But and then Corinthians, what is what does Paul say? It says, "Love keeps no records of wrongs." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So he's addressing God doesn't keep records of wrongs, and so. But wait a minute. People say, well, God's judging God. He he releases judgment. Look at all the things that happened to people because they did wrong. In fact... But was that from God, though? Well, some th- listen, to, how about this? Whenever God judged, he judged to love, not to condemn. Yeah. His judgment was never to condemn. His judgment was to push people to him. Right. Never to push people away or, or spank them because they did something <laughs> wrong. Right. Corporal punishment. Well, I believe in corporal punishment, you know, but here's the thing. God's love is so beyond our own understanding that we're constantly learning new new yeah. places of his love for our life. Yeah. And so we, we, we come to him knowing that he controls our soul. Yeah. Our soul can go anywhere he chooses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, his love, he loves us so much that he will make sure we don't go down that path again. He'll look, he wants you to make just, just decisions. But and it's, it's, it's our choice. There That's the is. thing. It's our choice. Our choice. And like, if we continue to see God as keeping records of everything, Oh, look, you said this many, you said the F word this many times, <laughs> you know, today. And then, and then you looked at a woman this many times lustfully today. Yeah. And this, this, yeah. this, and this, Instead of seeing him as a, we, we see him as a bookkeeper yeah. instead of a loving father, keeping tallies of all of our wrongs. But, but as a father, <clears throat> what does a father do? I mean, I don't keep records of how many times my daughter does something wrong. And when she does something, you know, it, it depends on the severity of what she does on mm-hmm. how I correct her as right. well. Right. You know, there may be something that she does where I look at her and say, hey, let's, let's not do that again. Right. You know, let's, let, let's, let's try and handle this differently. Right. Or other times where, like, I see she's going to get hurt. You know, I, I, I come down harder because I don't want her to get hurt. Right. And and I think that's the way that God really is as well. It's not like I'm keeping records of all of your wrongs. Right. I'm not. I'm keeping tally points of everything. It's not that. It's redirection 95% of the time. Well, Pastor Aaron, this is why the church today is still working on works of doing good deeds. Because they feel God is a record keeper. If they, he can keep a record of all the wrong things I've done, then he must be keeping a record of all the good things I've done. Yeah. You know, so, so this is where works is coming in play of salvation. Right. Uh, the, you can't work your way into the kingdom. No. If that's the case, you don't need Jesus. We can't earn our way into the kingdom either. either. Right. Or you don't, then Jesus is null and void. It's a gift. Right. These are gifts he has given. Freely given to us. Because he paid the price yeah. for us. Therefore, we didn't earn it or work to achieve it or merit it. We have been given it to yeah. us. So so that gift, the free gift, the, the we don't deceive ourselves on this gift. Right. It's not to be deceived. We or we're meant to be doomed. Right. <laughs> and there's nothing we can do on our own that's going to change the finality of what that is unless we come under subjection to God. Correct. Because I, I forget which book it says this, but I think it's in Romans. It says under 
Adam came the reign of death and destruction, mm-hmm. but under Christ became the reign of life and and all that stuff. And and so, you know, it's it's now a choice. Correct. Do I want to live my life completely devoid of God? Right. Because He'll let you do that. Of course, He'll He's let not you do make that. you do something you don't want to do. Right. Or do I want to come under subjection to Jesus and make him Lord of my life and, and try my best to follow him? And that's and I think that's the key right there. It's it's that it's not that you do something wrong. It's that your heart's like like last podcast with, yeah, with Peter. It's with that Peter. your heart's intention is towards him, that and, you want him part of your and life. He was going down a path. He couldn't stop himself. He tried, but he, he was just kept stepping in places that he never thought he would see himself in. His heart never changed from God, yeah. but his actions may have looked that way. And and this is going to be controversial yeah, when yeah. I say it. Go for it. But I think that there are going to be drug addicts in heaven. Absolutely. Alcoholics yep. in heaven. Yep. Why? Because their heart was still set on Christ. Yeah. Though they... You know, their life might not have, their heart was still set on Christ. You'll see prostitutes, pimps. Yes. Why? Because these are people, like Peter, was hurt by a wrongful action by themselves or by someone. And, and, and therefore, their heart's intentions has always been steered to God, but because they feel like they're so deep in it, they can't, it can't it's too late to turn. Right. And that's the wrong concept. That's yeah. not the love of God. And God's going to give you a choice. And this is a controversial topic. This is why the Holy Spirit keeps bringing it up. Because God wants His church to be more open-minded and how we see the souls around us. Yeah, They're hurt people. And they're hurting. And God wants to bring healing to the hurt. Yeah, I mean, read what Jesus was commissioned to do by God in, in Luke 4, 18 and 19. Mm. He said, the Spirit of the Lord was upon me. And why was the spirit to set the captives free? Right, and so therefore, then, then later on, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us. Mm. The yeah. same spirit. Yeah, we carry the spirit of Christ. Even John later talks about this, and I'm, I preached on it a couple Sundays ago about the love. And if God is in us, <laughs> then we extend it out. Yeah, we carry our carriers of the gospel of the light. Yeah. Of Christ. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, religion has come in and constricted all of this to a point where it's like now so strenuous, you know, where. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I want to go that direction. Or I know. Not. I think where you're going to go. Yeah. But, but step on it. Let's I see what know, happens. Because like, like the thing about it is, it's like if you look at things like Catholicism. Right. I know. I knew you were going there. You know, it's it's about works. Yeah. You know, it's about it's about how many you know, prayers, you know, how I many prayers pray. I pray, how many. Th- but you know. their intentions, their intentions started off right, though. Right. Their intentions are, I just want to make sure that everything is right, so right. I don't miss God. And then it turned now into something that is earning your way mm-hmm. now into the kingdom, where Merited. now they have purgatory, mm-hmm. and and you know you can do the veneration of the saints, where if you have enough prayers on this yeah. side of the uh, of eternity, then right. you can enter into the veil of heaven. It's not like that, and now in the evangelical Pentecostalism, we're like that we're, to a degree. We are like that now to a degree where there's no more freedom anymore to no. do to do what we wish. You know, it's it's now you have to live by certain guidelines and certain regulations, and if you it's don't guess what you're thing. going to hell, it's the same thing. Yeah, we're constricted by religion, and where the gospel, 
the light illuminates the truth. Yeah. And that is Jesus. And the only way I can see the Father is only through Christ. Right. And and, and so it's not how many people I can lead to Christ, though I believe we should be light bearers in the dark world to lead people to that. But that, that the top priority is to share the love of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That 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 I roll up a Bible and trying to jam it down no. your throat and for you to take it whether you like it or not. Look, we can be even just as bad as the world by our religious beliefs and our hangups. Yeah. We can even be worse. Worse. In fact, we can church itself can even be piranhas and eat their own. Yeah. If you're wounded, then you've been you'll be eating up alive. And that's not what the church is meant to be. Correct. In fact, you, you read how the church grew. They went home to home, breaking bread, fellowship. They didn't start sharing the rules of what you can and can't do, and then the <laughs> church added. They didn't lead people to the sinner's prayer. They just needed people to believe you. How simple I mean, was that? Look, you just got to believe, man. You're in. Yeah. Really? That's it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's believe. Let's do this thing. That's Follow. why the church added. <laughs> because they didn't make it hard and hard. It was simple, and it is simple. It is simple, but the church has distorted it to yeah. not being simple. That's why we have to live to our own convictions. You know, Correct. Work out your own salvation with right. fear and trembling. And, and and the things that I do my in my personal life, I've prayed over, literally. And I've asked God. And one of the things, the major things that he started saying to me, and I know maybe contradictory to some people in their own personal life, is whatever that, that does not come between you and me, you need to stop. Yeah. If it comes between, you need to stop it right now. If it's something that you're driven by, you can't live because without, without of it, then that's a problem. Because the Bible says, don't have any other gods before me. And then whatever whatever you are addicted to, right? whatever that is, I mean, people... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, chocolate. Chocolate, so, coffee, artificial sugars. <laughs> artificial. You know, let's let's go down the list here. Let's get a little bit specific. But what I'm just the, generally what we're trying to say is, we can't allow our addictive personality. I mean, that's a really good point. Control. Though. Think think about this. Like, you know, we want to sit here, not we, but like the church, the wants church to sit here itself, and criticize, um, what like drug addicts and alcoholics, prostitutes. But but think about this. What, what, do, what do most churches now have in their lobbies? Coffee bars. Mm-hmm. Coffee bars, coffee has caffeine, which is a drug. Type, a type of a drug. It's a natural drug yeah. that affects your brain. And some people can't wake up in the morning without it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. And then we condemn the pot smokers and... Exactly, and, the, the, and that's the, a natural the, thing too. The, the nic- oh, please don't sit people. there and y'all email us. Oh, you're you're pro- promoting drugs. No, we're not. But, <laughs> but the, we're the using it as an example. We're using it as an example, you know. And and so it's like, what is the motive of your of your heart? Right. Is your heart steered to pleasing Christ? Right. And God's going to work out the kinks in in between. Right. He's going to work that out for you. That's why you have to be open and receptive to hearing what God is saying in those Correct. moments to you. It's not my job to judge. It's not my job to condemn. It's that's Christ's job. Right. And and if your heart is steered to, towards Him and what you're doing is not getting in the way, you know. And the, but then there then again there's that line there's that difference. It's like how is your conscience seared then? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is it seared yeah. to the extent of, but then it could also be seared in the other direction and saying, you know, that you're sitting here judging and condemning like the Pharisees did. So that then there, there's two sides of the playing field here. 
You know right. what I'm saying? And, and if, if anything's controlling you, and look, let's, let's religion not, can control that's you. That's what I was getting yeah. ready to go to. Anything that's controlling you, and we always say, well, you know, if you're a drug addict or alcoholic, that's controlling you. You should not do that. But then again, we let religion control us, like you just mentioned. We let the rules and regulations dictate to us what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Yeah. Based upon peers making those decisions and we maintain those decisions from our peers. You follow what I'm saying? Right. And we null and void the laws of God, the what God is say, strictly trying to promote towards the church. Mm. We're bypassing all of his gospel by maintaining a works-based gospel where it takes my effort to get to heaven in tandem with Christ's effort. And then it becomes a self-centered gospel. Yep. Which is why you have all these self-help churches out there, because yep. it's, what can I do to be good enough to get into I'm heaven? Better. Now? I want to be better. I want to be I better. I want to better myself. But it's not about what I do. It's what he's already done for me. Right. The work's been done. Yeah. And you're killing yourself mentally, emotionally, Yeah, we're sitting here literally. Physically. Yeah. Yeah. You really are. I've You and I have lived in that bondage. I know what that feels like, the bondage of it all. Yeah. And, and that's not the bondage we are to be in. We're right. free people. Right. And, and 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 unfortunately, we do segregate in those areas. I mean, we've thank God. I I mean, some people may <coughs> say differently, but I feel that most majority of our country has let go of racial segregation. Now, the media will tell you different, right? But I mean, you know, the the people I know in the world that I live in, I don't see that, right? You know, and and yes, I I I grew up in a multicultural life, growing up. You right. know what I mean? I, I, Which I mean. I mean, this isn't a political podcast, but no. think about who's pushing those agendas. Correct. It's it's old white women who are pushing those agendas who, yeah. who aren't who aren't being affected by it. No. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to listen to more about that, there's different podcasts. I'm, I'm sure, sure there out is. There we're that, not that one. We're we're not that guy, pal. Um, <laughs> but um, no, but but for real, it's like you know, it's it's these people who are outside of the realm that are trying to push their agenda but then again that 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 also now applies to christianity as well it's like we have these these old white dudes right yeah who are pushing their religious agendas down the throats of all of these other people sweating and spitting it out right i mean i i was (laughs) i i I saw this tiktok the other night and it was this pastor up on stage he was was preaching he was he was screaming there's an organ behind him and you know what he was saying if men don't cut their hair and they don't wear suits, they're going to hell. And if women cut their hair and they don't wear dresses, they're going to hell. And and people are sitting there shouting Come and cheering them down. Up. It's like he's like you really? need to get. He, he, We're he's, stuck he, in that. He still. literally said, <laughs> "You all boys with long hair mullets, you need to get in a barber shop because that's you know or they're anointing oh it." I'm like, God. dude, are you serious? Okay. So evidently the church still needs major help. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, do we have it all? No. No. We don't have it all. That's why we're trying to tell you how much we still depend on Jesus and his light illuminating truth in our lives. And you said it. We got to be open to it and not sear our conscience. Yeah. We can't be seared to the truth. We can't want our truth and be accepted as this is my truth and then not be open for correction if it's wrong. Right. And that this also echoes because it says, you know, if we say that we do not sin, but yet we walk in darkness, mm-hmm. you know, we 
we lie yep. and we do not practice the truth. So mm-hmm. that means that there has to come an uncovering of ourself to expose who we are to Jesus. So that way he can illuminate in the dark places of our life, well, which goes back to our Lazarus podcast. Right. And, and then therefore in verse nine says, if we confess our sins, yeah. he is faithful and just to forgive, forgive us, us of our sins, sins and cleanse us from, from all unrighteousness. And all unrighteousness is what we consider righteous. Right. Really. Right, exactly. I actually want to read this from the uh, the Passion Translation as well. It says this in verse 9. It says, But if we freely admit our sins, when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. God is just to forgive us of our sins because of Christ, and he will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. So so it's it first step is admitting that we're we 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 do have mistakes. We yeah. do make mistakes. When we live in a realm of saying, you know, I am perfect and I do more good works than this and that and the other, yeah. and all I do is good works, that is where the problem lies. Correct. And then we have preachers up from the pulpit living a holier than thou experience and saying you can never live up what you talked about. Yep. That you, you can never live up to the anointing that I have, right. which is not true. Not true. And, and you can see that's when you connect verse 10. It says, if we say we have not sinned and we make him a liar, you make him a liar and his words not in us. Therefore, right. we're not living in truth. We're deceiving ourselves and we're not being truthful. Right. Right. And then and then John says, my little children, I'm mm-hmm. writing these things to you so that way you may not sin. That's that's first uh, John two one. Yeah. First John two one. So that way you may not sin. But guess what? If anyone sins, we got an advocate with yep. the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Yep. Yeah, and then verse 2, read verse 2. He's the propitiation for our sins, and not only ours, but for the sins of the whole, whole world. world. Wait a minute. The whole <gasps> world? Really? Yeah. The whole world. So that means not just for specific group of denominations or churchgoers, but the whole world. That means Russia, Japan, mm. Taiwan. Yeah. Ukraine, everything, the whole world, not just the world, but in this, this context, it's the cosmos and yeah. all of created things. So it's like, so it, he's the propitiation for everything. That, that, that is such a deep revelation. It's like, you know, he is the righteous one. It's him. So I can't boast in my own righteousness. I can't boast in anything. Yeah, I'm righteous because he is righteous. So that means basically in the nutshell words, you got nothing to brag about. Yeah. You can do all great things. You still got nothing to brag about. Yeah. Because it's not Literally. that great. Literally. It's great, but not that great. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, I can't sit here and say, I've done this great. I've done this great. I've done this great. Because right. on the other hand, guess what? I can also say, well, I've done this wrong. I've mm-hmm. done this wrong. And I've done yeah. this wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's now not what I do, but what Christ has done for me. Galatians 2.20, yeah. for it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in yeah. me, the yep. hope of glory. Hope of glory. And so it's now saying, you know, there are things that I do that are good, that are bad. Right. But, you know. Both of those things are under the blood, mm-hmm. and I'm now seen as Jesus right. through his eyes because his blood is on me. His light illuminates the truth, <coughs> and it is the truth but that sets us free. That only happens when we admit our failures and, 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 and the flaws. Yeah, that we are sinners saved by grace. Right. And and we do we have sinned. Right. And we need a Savior right. to redeem us from our mistakes and right. failures. You know what I'm saying? So without Christ, you remain damned. Yeah. And doomed. Yeah. 
That's why Christ must be relevant. And if you want to sit there and boast, but God, I, I prophesied in your name. I did this in your name. I did that in your name. That's boasting in your own works. Therefore, you don't need Jesus. You are now the Savior of your life, not Jesus. Well, I like to throw in, I know we we're trying to end in verse 2, but yeah. I like to throw in verse 3. It says, and by this we know that we have come to know him. Yeah. And if we keep his commandments. So not the church's commandments, not cultural commandments, yeah. not all, his. Yeah. His. Yeah. What is, what, is it, what is it that he is saying? Which his commandment is love. Love. And you, we're going we're gonna to see this more. Yeah, Enjoy. over the next over the next couple podcasts yep. that we do here, but um, but yeah, so I know that was a lot to unpack under the first episode, and we always like to, um, we just follow the spirit and what what, yeah. what God is saying in the moment, but um, yeah, you know we have to live in the light, and how do we do that? We have to admit that you know there is things in us that we do that we shouldn't do, mm. okay? But here's the thing, at the end of the day, it's this. Do we open up and allow Christ's light to illuminate everything inside of us? Everything. We can't come to him with a facade. We can't come to him with a mask saying, I've done all this good. Look at all the good that I've done. We have to say, okay, here I am. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. And here I give it all to you. And I live my life now under subjection to you. Because that's the, that's our conscious decision to live in the light and not in the darkness. To live under his guiding light and not live in the darkness that we want to hold on to and we every day have to make that decision now how do i walk in the light how do i live in the light how do i completely open up and be vulnerable to the father in as much that now it's him now living through me and not me living through myself and that's the goal for all of us believers. But anyways, we want to thank you for tuning into Calvary's Compass. Thank you for listening this week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, email us at mountcalvarycog.com. Um, if you want to check out our sermons, Mount Calvary Church of God at mountcalvarycog.com. Um, but yeah, check us out on Facebook. Check us out um, on, our, on the App Store. We'd like to hear from you. God bless. And we'll see you next week. See you.